Hello and welcome back to another episode of When Is One, Gospel Love Edition. I am Caitlin. I am Aramis. And I'm Coach D. <laughs> we didn't get a countdown this time? No, we just jumped right <laughs> jumped into it. Jumped right in. Let's go. All right, let's do it. <laughs> y'all said y'all ready. You want to say, you you say Coach D again? For, count down for 10 minutes. Uh, <laughs> 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 Sheesh. <laughs> Started off hot. Started off hot. All right, go ahead. And today, <laughs> we are going to start off with something that's a little bit controversial, I think. It ain't no controversy with me. <laughs> I ain't no controversy at all. Man. I think when people hear it, though, it no will all, cause man. a controversial yeah. conversation. Some folks confused. Hey, yo, you got no, that I'm right. I'm teasing. Let's go. <laughs> right. Um, and that is that marriage is hard. Yeah. Yeah, so part of what, we, what we're dealing with is Marriage is Made for Lovers series uh, as we prepare to, um, as, we, as we structure how we're going to help the unmarried prepare for marriage. And so uh, the subtitle is Secrets to Making Marriage Easy. We don't want the proverbial message that, I mean, 99% of people here when they engage, as they start talking to somebody about marriage, oh man, marriage is hard, man, and the first marriage three years is hard. A lot of work. Oh, it's a lot of work. It's all that. Like, like we, we don't want our the folks who come to us. We don't want them thinking that going mm. into the thing, mm-hmm. right? Because because foundationally, marriage isn't hard. Right. Preceptually, marriage isn't hard. Conceptually, marriage isn't hard, right? Um, and I was. You know, listening to some stuff on social media that I that I, I guess I wouldn't say I was listening to, but I, you know, you scrolling through it and, mm-hmm. and you hear people saying, and, and you know, there's there's people who are of the notion that marriage is this hard thing that we have to do, and and in their defense, I understand what they're saying. They're speaking to a the, the practicalities of 99% of people's situation, but but it's not marriage that's hard, technically. Mm-hmm. It's the people engaged or involved, the parties involved in the marriage that makes it hard mm-hmm. or make the idea of being being married hard. And technically what's, what they should be saying was hard is the purpose of marriage. See, I, it's hard to even have conversation with people like because you, <laughs> they don't you got to get to the root of the matter. Well, you, you have to th- you have to think about it like this. Well, they have to think about it like this. It's it's not it's not that marriage itself is hard. If we're if we're the trying to idea or the concept of marriage, correct? Yeah. Essentially, essentially, what they're what they're the root of that that thought is that it's hard to die to self. Right. That the the process of of right. dying to self. And that technically, be, it can right, it don't have to be hard. To be, right. Exactly. It don't have to be exactly. hard. Exactly. Because that that starts with your your, your yeah, relationship, yeah, your connection, right? right? Even that so, don't have to be hard. If that's right, yeah. everything is easy. The, the God's kingdom was designed to be easy. Man, you got it. My yoke is easy. My burden is light. No, no, no listen. Period. Listen, I ain't making this thing hard. For right, you. Right. <laughs> like, like, come on. Well, like, why would God? I think you 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 read, you had a, a, a nice uh, uh, a run. Uh, what, what, what we would call it the music, a riff. What would you call it the music when you go on a riff? What, was that oh what you yeah, 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 You had a nice run, a riff. Yeah. You had a nice riff last week when you was breaking down like the importance of marriage, the impact of marriage, why marriage, what marriage was. The, like, why would God, the author and the originator of marriage, 
who understands the importance of marriage, <laughs> the impact that marriage would have on society, the impact <laughs> that marriage has on the children, the impact that marriage has on... Why would he make it hard? Right. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, why would he make it hard? Well, because it's supposed to prune you and make you better so oh, that, when, that you, when you finally get there, you're polished and you just say, no, that's, no. You know what I say to people when they start talking like that? Give me some Bible on that. Yeah. Give me some Bible on that. Right. Ain't no Bible on that stuff. Life is not a video game. No. It's <laughs> like, it's not, ain't no Bible on none of this stuff they talking about. They pick it. They take in their personal experience and what they heard pastor say mm-hmm. or what they heard big brother say or, or what, what they heard the bishop in say house, or what they've they, right. And, and I get that. I understand that. I understand that. But don't go off in public talking about something that God intends to be easy. It's hard. Mm. And you scaring people away from what could be the will of God for their life. Right. Like if it's hard, let's just say in your life, you come to me and you say, Coach D, man, this thing is hard. Okay, I get it. But my question to you is, why is it hard? Right. Why is it hard? Because God intended for it to be hard. They're saying it as if God intended for it to be hard. Mm -hmm. They're saying it with no reservation, no hesitation, no alluding to the fact that, well, I know God didn't intend for this thing to be hard, but it's hard. now. It's hard. Don't get wrong. It, it, It can be hard. And as you were bringing out, what can be hard is is becoming one. Oneness, because marriage is not the goal. That's why I say it's hard to even start to talk to <laughs> most folks about this because they think marriage is the end. Well, right. marriage is not the end. Right. The goal, there's a goal for marriage. When God created marriage, he said, there's a goal. I need, I need, listen, I need him and her to be one. Well, see, we even got to go further back to that because what, what, what's the purpose of marriage? Marriage is about the mandate. Mm-hmm. The mandate that God has placed upon man requires something. It requires a power. Yep. It requires a power to be manifested. Yep. It requires a, listen, it requires a, a tenfold power. Scripture says it like this. One can chase a thousand. Two can chase 10,000. Two can chase 10,000. Right? So when we look at it like that, right? You by yourself, as it relates to the, the mandate, mm-hmm. you by yourself can do away with a thousand. Right. Right? You can deal with a thousand. That's that's strong. Now you bring your wife along with you. Now you you go from having to being able to deal with a thousand to being able to deal with ten thousand. That's double XL strong. That's 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 like <laughs> double XL strong. Like ten, let's put it in monetary terms, right? Let's just say by myself I can generate a thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. But with my wife, I can generate 10,000. Is it better for me yep. to have a, a 100% of a thousand? Not at all. Or, or, or the way most folks look at it, 50 50, to have 5,000, when it's really, that's even garbage. That's even right. baloney, too. Right. But the point is, God knew that there's, there's a manifestation of power, a degree of power that's needed for this mandate to be fulfilled. Marriage. Marriage. Hence the institution of marriage. So marriage is about the mandate so that the power can be fulfilled to declare the kingdom of God in the earth. That's what marriage comes down to. You was about to say something. Well, I was just about to ask you about that, actually. Would you say that marriage is the vehicle that's designed to, to, to 
create that, you know, heaven on earth. Marriage is the vehicle designed to create heaven <laughs> on earth. I couldn't have said it better myself. That's what it is. Yeah. And you're going to tell me God going to make that hard. Can I can I can I say what it really is? Say it. It's silly. <laughs> it's silly. Right. It's unrenewed mind. Yeah. That thinks like that. Yeah. Folks need their mind to be renewed. It's silly for, for, you, for us to think that God would make the most important union in life hard. It, that's why we're giving our secrets to making it easy. Mm-hmm. The reason they're saying that is because they don't know. They don't know it can be easy. Right. Well, the, so the, 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 the culture, and I just mean generic life culture, and even in school systems, they, they teach us the laws, right? Mm-hmm. Law of physics, law of gravity, law, right? But very, it, it's not common or it's not in the common core of education to learn that a law can supersede another law. Right. Right? And so we go through life in this, in this understanding that if it's a law, it just is what it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is just the way my life is. This right. is how things have been. This is this is what it is. This is this is the way God intended my life to be. All right, God, I'm just gonna be in this spot. I'm gonna wait for you to come down and save me because that's what you promised you would do. And, like they get into this 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 rut, but it's 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 a gradual process under the understanding that that law just is what it is. But when mm-hmm. you have an understanding that a law can supersede another law, the law of love can supersede the law of death. Like mm. we talked about before, mm. that brings you to an understanding that, listen, there, there's some power that I got here now. You mean I don't have to just be submitted to this? I don't have to just stay in this rut? There's something I can actually do about my situation? You know, you know what you're bringing out? <laughs> the hopelessness yeah. that that statement gives people. Yeah. The hope. Do, do, do you not realize you who out there saying marriage is hard? That you're a voice for the divorce culture? Mm. That you're a voice for the divorce culture? You didn't get that from God. Right. You didn't get that from God. You're a voice for the divorce culture. Wow. Mm-hmm. But if you ain't against us, you're against us. But guess what they're doing? Guess what they got in front of their name? Pastor. Pastor. <laughs> <laughs> Pastor. <laughs> That's what they call themselves representing. But you, are, but you are a voice for the you, 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 you pledge your allegiance to God, but you're a voice for the divorce culture. That's what you are when you out there talking about marriage is hard. That's a like, big. That's a big statement. That's right a, there. That, that's oh, yeah. what I'm talking that's about. A big yeah. statement that's right a there. major statement. Yeah. Mm. And you got folks following this stuff. Mm-hmm. You got folks eating this stuff up. Now again, I get what they're saying. It can be hard. But don't say it as if God intended for it to be right. hard. Right. Like you said, why is right. it hard? People why is it hard? It. There's right. a reason why you. it's hard. Right. Yeah. Listen, listen, listen. Jesus said this. <laughs> Jesus said this. We got to get this. How did Jesus start off his ministry? By saying repent. Yeah. Change your mind. Repent. He said you got to change the way you think. Mm-hmm. Actually, he said you got to go back to the original way. Yep. The idea of repentance means to go back to the original way of thinking. Yep. The way I originally intended for this thing to go. How did God originally intend for marriage to be? Easy. You have to go back to the beginning. <laughs> right. What was hard about it? Was. Ain't nothing in the scripture about Adam and Eve no, arguing and bickering and fighting and no, can't listen, decide man. where the birds is going to go and where nah, the... 
it, it, it ain't supposed like like we have to we have to return to the original way. If we're going to enter the kingdom marriage, mm -hmm. we have to return to the original way God intended for it to be. Did Adam and Eve had their own side of the garden? Nah. That's silly. It was all one. Did Adam and Eve sleep in separate gardens? No, right, right. Did they sleep in the separate Every, bedrooms? Everything nah. about Adam and Eve was one. Everything. Every, right. Everything. And so we, we have we have to go back to the original way God intended for this thing to be, right? And I get it. They just they don't know better. They don't. Mm -hmm. They don't know. That's why that's why the mercy of God can can be extended toward them because they don't know that they're being a voice for the divorce culture by saying marriage is hard. They don't know that, mm -hmm. right? They don't know the hopelessness and the despair. You know, and would you would you say would you say because this could be a possibility too? not that I'm trying to defend, mm -hmm. but but maybe the thought process is that um, in a sense, when 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 uh, when the divorce law was created mm -hmm. back then where, OK, well, if there's adultery and all, you know, then you can because you was going to do it anyway because mm -hmm. your, your heart was hard. Right. Mm -hmm. Do you think maybe it's a mindset where, you know. These people gonna do it anyway. I might as well try and and, and just you know. The mindset from who? From, from from those pastors that are saying, oh, saying you know that? it's hard because. No no no. They saying they. I'm telling you, the ninety percent of them is from their own experience. Oh. That's what it's come from their own experience, which is a whole nother deal. Right. Mm -hmm. But right. now, and then it's probably from the parents and you know yeah. what society, what they see right. in society, what they've heard other pastors say, what they've yeah. been taught. Right. That 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 marriage is hard. Again, it's not marriage is hard technically. What's hard, and from their perspective, what they should be saying is oneness is hard because that's the goal of marriage, is entering into oneness. Mm. Because I, gotta, I have to lay down what I think. She has to lay down what she thinks. And we have to take up what God says, right? E again, even that's not designed to be hard. See, we have to start from the, from the root of the issue. Nothing God has asked us to do was designed to be hard. Mm. How hard was Adam... And Mrs. Mr. and Mrs. Adams' life in the beginning, it, it wasn't designed to be hard at all, right? right? From 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 how they loved each other to to the work that they were called to do, mm. right? It wasn't until after the fall that man was cursed to work by the sweat of his brow, right? So all these folk out there, you got to work hard, you got to work hard. Oh man, what? That's over with, right? That's over. With. Where Adam and Eve, Adam and Mr. and Mrs. Adams started their life in 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 rest and abundance both spiritually and physically, Christ came to restore that. But what we have to do on this side now is we, we, have, we have the rest in our spiritual wealth, is what we're talking about now in, in one of our series, and then we have to reestablish the physical wealth that they lived in, that they started in. Right. right? We have to reestablish that. And even that, even that is all based upon one thing. According to the scripture now, not what everybody's folks talking about, it's based off what you know. Mm. My people come to poverty and destruction because they lack knowledge. Yeah. Right. Because they don't know the secrets to making marriage easy. Mm. There's secrets to making marriage easy. God designed it to be easy. Right. Yeah. And what we are doing in this series is making known these secrets mm -hmm. to making marriage easy. Mm -hmm. These undiscovered things that that are so hidden from folks that they they go off and start running about how hard it is. Right. We started off. We, one of the things we, we did to make it easy is we, we started with our book. Mm -hmm. yeah. Right. Our what love is devotional. Mm -hmm. This is the beginning of making marriage easy because folks don't know what love. If you knew love, if you knew the depth of love, mm -hmm. you wouldn't be running around here talking about marriage is hard. Yeah. Right. Right. Like, like, again, 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 it goes back to. Like, and I, I hate to, you know. 
But people are saying stuff because they don't, they lack knowledge. You don't, yeah. you, like, if you knew, if you knew what was contained in these pages, right. you wouldn't be running around talking about how hard, man. You don't know the power of love. Right. If you think, if you think marriage is hard, you don't know the power of love. Right. So for those who are feeling hopeless and who are hearing that marriage is hard or who are saying marriage is hard, the first the first thing they need to look at is themselves, is what you're saying? Like to to ask themselves why first it's First thing hard? they need to do is stop listening to them people they listen to telling them it's hard. That's the first thing they need to do. <laughs> well, it's just from their, their own personal experience, though, that they're saying that. Well, they can't look at their own personal experience and attribute it to what God intended for marriage to be. Right. They need to say, okay, why was it why hard? Why is it hard? Right. Yeah. They need to say, why was it hard? God didn't intend for it to be hard. But, no, that's you know? the first thing. They got, right. because, because we know everything that we are designed to manifest in life begins with hearing. Yeah. If you're hearing, marriage is hard. But I think I posted something the other day. I said, the things that you're hearing will determine the marriage that you have. The things that you hear will determine the marriage. If you hear marriage is hard, if you hear marriage is difficult, if you hear marriage is about compromising, if you hear marriage is about giving up, if you hear all that, then that's that's what you're going to have. Mm -hmm. Like that's what you're going to get. Right. Um, is that is, is that 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 type of marriage is right. what you're gonna have? I don't, I don't have it in the moment. What? Um, you wanna grab it? You need to get it. Wait, 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 wait. You gotta get the thing. Sorry. <laughs> Which one is it? Is it this one? Yeah. This yeah. one? Yeah. I'm not against it. TV show? Yeah, the screen switched. Oh. Excuse our technical difficulties. We can just edit this yeah, out. Oh. <laughs> you got this. Yeah. <clears throat> Oop. Just ask another question. Just <laughs> start with another question. Okay. So yeah, we'll we just should put probably a commercial right this. there. We should probably just jump into what we're getting okay. into, right? Yeah. What is it? What are we doing now? Identifying as a lover? That's what we're jumping next to, yeah. into? No, just say one of the secrets. Yeah. Okay, so secrets to making marriage easy. Mm -hmm. Let's jump right into what one of the secrets. Yeah. yeah one, of the, one of the things that we're, uh, the, one of the first things that we unveil to um, those who are desirous to be married mm -hmm. and, and our approach to preparing them uh, is marriage is made for lovers. As you can see the title on the screen, mm. marriage was made for lovers. Marriage was made for lovers. That's that's like first base. Like if you you identify <laughs> with being a lover, it's first and foremost, right? That's what makes marriage easy foundationally, because it was made for lovers. Now, now the average person would say, "Well, I love them, and I don't doubt their love for their spouse." Um, it's it's different. It's a difference in you identifying as a lover and you loving your spouse. It's a difference. Mm. Right? Identifying as a lover is embracing all that God has revealed love to be. Mm -hmm. Right? All that God has revealed love to be. Right. That's identifying as a lover. You're embracing every aspect of that. If you just, if we just let love be. <laughs> As the scripture says, let it be, mm -hmm. it won't be hard. It becomes hard when I don't let love be. Mm. When I don't want to let that go. Yeah. When I want to keep that attitude. When I when I you know what they say? Well, I'm God's still working on me. Okay. Okay. That's the get out of jail free card right there. <laughs> God is still working on me. Okay. Gotcha. God, that means you want to hold on to that thing. Right. That means you want to keep that attitude. Mm. That means you want to continue to with, withhold and abstain, right? Right. Okay. But marriage is made for lovers. 
The first thing they have to identify what is marriage is made for lovers. You identify, you declare, I am a lover by creation, I'm a, I'm a lover by birth, and I'm a lover by, by, uh, by inheritance, right? Holy Spirit deposits the love of God in the heart. And identifying as a lover, um, and it enables you to embrace the goals of a lover. Mm. Like, like, lovers have goals. Love comes with goals, right? When, you, when we talked about oneness is the goal, oneness is the goal of love. Mm -hmm. Right? When, when you're talking about uh, uh, God to of man, marriage. husband to wife, mm -hmm. father to son, mm. mother to daughter, like, mm -hmm. like employee to employer, right. oneness is the goal. For lovers, oneness is the goal. I don't care what, what, what spirit of life you break it down in. Oneness is the goal of love. Right. Is to bring you into oneness. Life and life more abundantly is a goal of love. Mm -hmm. Like the idea of marriage, the idea of marriage in the Hebrew mind is for me to bring out the best, that's God, the best of the life that God has placed inside of you and you to bring out the best in me. The idea of a lover is that for you to experience the best possible life you can possibly experience. Is Zoe, is the divine life. The goal of love is the divine life. The word uh, <clears throat> Jesus said, I'm coming that you may have life and life more abundantly. That word life there is the word for Zoe. It literally means when you, when you break it down and, and you understand the comprehensive nature of the Hebrew construction of words, it means to love, it means to create, it means to produce, and it means to serve. So Jesus said, I've come that you may have love, creativity, production and servanthood at a level that's uncommon to the natural man. I've come that you may experience that on a higher level. And I want you all, husband and wife, to experience that together. Mm. Right? Lovers have a desire to bring out the best of life that's inside of you. Then he says, and to leave a legacy. Right? The first legacy is to leave a, a legacy of loving. Mm. This is what love looks like. You want, to, you want to demonstrate that to your wife, for your husband, for your children, for your grandchildren, for your neighbors, for your friends next door, down the street, around the corner, down the block. Right? You, you want to demonstrate loving. That's the legacy I want to leave for my sons and my daughters is how to love and what a lover looks like. Right. We talked about those things. Then we got into identifying as a lover. We started talking about the characteristics and the trait of a lover. How your, your most hopeful people on the planet are lovers. Mm -hmm. They're lovers. Right? They have a hope that's unyielding. They have a hope that's like my hope, my hope. So the idea of marriage being hard diminishes the hope that I might have for my wife to grow into who God has called her to be. She is who she is right now. She's 50 percent of who God wants her to be. According to them, that's just how she goes. Oh, man, she ain't going to change. She, that's just, I just got to love her what she is. That's hard to love her at 50 percent of who she is. Mm. But no, she's becoming who she is. Right. She's becoming. She's not going to always be. She's not going to always be who she is right now. The idea is that she's growing into being a Proverb 31 woman at 100% that God has called her to be. So she ain't going to do what she did, what she, what she doing today. My hope tells me she's not going to be doing that next year. Right. My hope tells me she's not going to be saying the same thing she's saying. My hope tells me she's not going to be responding. Right. And, and, and now let's back up and let alone her. What about me? My hope tells me I'm not going to be the same husband I am because there's some things about me I know need to change. Right. But my hope tells me I'm not going to be responding to her like that in six months from now. My hope tells me something different. Lovers, lovers are those who they, can, they carry a hope that gives them, a, gives them a picture of who their spouse is becoming. And I'm willing, to, I'm willing to grow with her. I'm willing to lead him. I'm willing to walk with him. I'm willing to wait for him. I'm willing to suffer along with him. 
as they become that. Right. That's lovers. So, so, at what point does love begin to teach you to love? Because what I've noticed with Caitlin and I is I don't know when the light bulb went on for me. I, like, I can't remember the point where it was just like, oh, yeah, not, you know what I mean? Like, it just kind of just happened, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, rain, like, it just it just fell, right? And, and, and I, I, I like to be touched. I love to be touched, right? And so we had a situation, was it last week? I think it was last Depends week. Depends on the situation. <laughs> well, it wasn't a situation, but it was, it was just an instance where I, I had done something that seemed to unlock something in Caitlyn where she just, she was on me and she was hugging me and holding me tight and, and just, just did something to me. You know what I mean? Like, I call it the touch of a woman. Yeah, yeah, like a touch of a woman, baby. Not like the touch of a woman, man. But, 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 I started to notice, man. How how did this how did this happen? You know what I mean? I began to focus in. It was almost as if, you know, my my desire to bring more of that out of her was like gradually teaching me what to pay attention to and, and what to, you know, point out and pick out. And, mm -hmm. and, and like, mm -hmm. at, at what point does that begin to happen? Well, uh, to answer it succinctly, I would say at the point that you allow it to happen. Because mm. love always comes to teach us. Love is ready to teach when you're ready to be taught. Like, love is ready to lead you when you're ready to be led. Mm. Love never wants to leave you where it finds you. Right. The moment love comes, it's ready to start, start making you act different. Like, like, I mean, like when you when you study from the scriptures, when you look at life experience from and, and, and testimonies of other people, like when love comes, it's like he ain't coming halfway. He ain't coming tiptoeing. He coming to possess. He coming to be coming to bring change. He coming to make it happen now. Like he coming now. Mm. Like what we, we said, we said the agony of a lover is tomorrow. The agony of a lover is tomorrow. Tomorrow. I want to love now. Tomorrow? Tomorrow? I gotta wait always. I gotta wait till tomorrow? <laughs> that's intense. That's the agony of a lover. Yeah, that's intense. Mm. But if you, don't, if you don't know love like that, ah, yeah. oh, man. Yeah. But love comes now to teach you. Love don't, want you. love don't want you suffering no more than what you've suffered thus far. Right. Let's bring an end to that. Mm -hmm. Let's bring an end to that. Right? So built into loving, is the ability to teach you and to lead you and to guide you in how to love your spouse. Because we all need to be loved in a special way, according to the bar. <laughs> oh my gosh. According to the bar. Oh. Huh? You want me to put you want to put the credit to that in the credit? I was just gonna say you need to play, you need to play this at the, the, end the, the end of this episode. Yo, according to the bar, I'm gonna say love be special. He said that oh, stuff you used to do with people, nah, it ain't gonna work for me. You gotta love be special. <laughs> right? I need to be loved in a special way. No, that's everybody. Everybody wanna be no special. No doubt, no doubt. But love will teach you how to love her special. Mm. Love will teach you how to love you special. Like, that's what love does if you're in tune with love. But if you haven't identified as a lover, you're not in tune with love. Right? You're loving what we would call at the lowest level. Mm. Like, we've broken love. The Bible refers to love as fire. There's four, some say five degrees of fire. Of its temperature, blue flame, uh, uh, blue flame being the highest, red flame being the lowest. It's red, right? Yeah. It's red, red flame being the lowest, blue flame being the highest, mm -hmm. right? Some folks don't, they don't, the red flame, they love, that's love, mm -hmm. 
-hmm. But that blue flame is a whole nother level. That's a whole nother deal. No doubt. That's a whole nother deal. It's one thing to be good in high school. It's another thing to be good as a pro. Yeah. That's a whole nother deal, right? Whole nother level of intensity. So when we talk about love coming in that point, like it's hard to pinpoint that moment in time mm -hmm. that the light switch came on mm -hmm. and why it came on. But but love, when it comes, it's coming, it's ready. It's ready to teach you. You talked about you talked about we talk about love being hoping. We talk about love, uh, the, the the hearing of a lover. Yeah. Whew. We talked about that last week. That's a big one. Like they need to go listen to the, 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 mm -hmm. the hearing. The, like lovers hear. Like they hear. Yeah. They hear with a purpose. Mm -hmm. They hear with a purpose. But 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 a lover's hope, a lover's hope is exceeding. They hope to the end. It gives them a clear picture of what it is that their marriage is supposed to be. And they believe God and they work together and they walk together to enter into that picture that they've seen. Mm -hmm. But if you don't if you don't have the hope of a lover, you're just gonna be sitting there, well, I hope it happens. Like some folks go into this thing <laughs> with one toe in. Yeah. Just waiting to see. Well, listen, some folks, some folks, you know, save a little something for a rainy day for that divorce thing to happen. Right. We call them prenups. That's what they call them. Mm. Right. They go in that thing expecting it to, you know, mm -hmm. but that's not what, what God intended. Mm -hmm. And until we identify as a lover and, and, un, and understand that we are created as lovers, we're creating the image and likeness of love. Um, we won't be able to access the secrets that's there for us to see of how to make marriage easy. Right. So for those of you who are hearing that marriage is hard and are feeling hopeless, you need to. <laughs> One, they need to get the book. Get our book. Right? Start with that. Start with that. And, and right. then again, again, understanding the practicality of what they're saying. Yeah. There's a reason why it's hard. They need to right. get down to the reason why it's hard. Right. We, we, 99% of the reason why it's hard is because they haven't identified as a lover. Right. They don't know what it means to love. They don't know what love is. Mm -hmm. that's, that's, they don't know the goal. It's a lot. Listen, we got our Hero Cosmos Challenge coming up in January. Mm-hmm. We got our one's wives challenge coming up in February. They need to be, be in those. Cause that there is, is in those in those challenges where we define and we give we give the right perspective of what God intended for marriage to be. Mm -hmm. right. right. And we'll be talking about that in the future. Right. So we are here to teach you. No doubt about it. We need you to learn. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, CoffeeInTheMorningClub.com to have to join us uh, Monday, Wednesday, Fridays to have these. Well, we got to tell them what it is. What Coffee in the Morning Club is. Yeah. Well, they should know by now. Well, we might have some first-time viewers. <laughs> we, we, it's, Coffee in the Morning Club is our, is our community of couples that we get together every Monday, Wednesday, Friday at 8 o'clock in the morning. First thing is we call our Coffee in the Morning where we talk everything faith-based marriage. We talk mm -hmm. marriage in it's different capacities. Right now, Very right? virtual, yeah, virtual right now. Um, and you join us via Zoom. Uh, there's a cost to being a part of this community, but it is bringing it's bringing couples from all walks of life. We have we have unmarried to folks who've been married 30 years, mm -hmm. um, just just sharing our experiences from a faith-based perspective, mm -hmm. right? And that's what we need to hear. That's what you need to be hearing. How how to be married from a faith-based perspective. Mm -hmm. And so that's that's an opportunity for you to come. Go to our coffeeinthemorningclub.com website. Uh, you get six. We're giving you. We, we're gonna let you taste it. We're gonna give you six free. <laughs> we're gonna let them taste the coffee first, right? Right. Six free sessions. Mm. And then if you decide after six free sessions you don't need us and we ain't talking about nothing and we ain't, we ain't talking outside of it, then you're going on. Right. But well, if you like it, it's what two dollars a day. Two dollars a day. Two dollars a day. To be able to ask questions, get Whatever. real time yeah. advice, I mean, coaching, I mean, coaching, yeah. instruction, correction. Oh yeah. I mean, you know, connection. Right. Like it's it's like it's it's like it's priceless. It's priceless what you can get. You can't right. get nothing for two dollars a day nowadays. No, 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 no. <laughs> like they only go Starbucks costs you a little more than that, right? Oh, oh that's yeah. like five. Oh, at least yeah. for oh, a yeah. drink. Five. Right. Yeah. Right.
All right, so all of those links will be at the bottom in the description box. Make sure you are clicking those. Until next week, thank you for joining us.